Hello, welcome back to the Build Plate. Today is a wonderful day to be alive, and I hope you're smiling. Asher, what you got going on today? Man, thank you so much for that incredible intro. I'm doing pretty great. Uh, I don't have much going on other than maybe some interesting things happening uh, later in this week. I got a weekend planned. But other than that, it's, it's going phenomenal. Uh, how about yourself? Well, glad you asked. I am busy per usual. But as usual, I am loving life. I do have some very sad you, news. You know what? Us. You know what? Every before the sad news comes on, can we just talk about how busy Rainer is? It's always something. Last week he was, uh, you know, down in Indiana doing something, spending time with family. He's got another thing planned this weekend. I mean, does the guy do anything but work and play? I wonder if he sleeps. Oh, I definitely sleep. Thank God. Um, I've been actually going to bed earlier. 10 o'clock is my new bedtime. I've been doing pretty well at it, except for the time where I had to make cornhole boards in one night. And that night, I actually had to stay up till 1 o'clock. Oh, wow. My bedtime's like 2 a.m. still. <laughs> oh, man. I think you're going to find if you start going to bed a little bit earlier, you will start having a more... I'm not saying your life's not fulfilling now, but you will have more focus you will be able to accomplish more, and you'll be able to put a smile on your face even more. Well, how do you fit in things like a workout? How do you fit in things like a normal day? Because, you know, I wake up by I wake up at 6.30. Um, my, day's, my day's done is usually done around 8-ish, 9-ish at night. So what do you, how do you, I mean, at that time, I got to go work out. I got to spend time, you know, chilling and in, in, rejuvenating right. no i've so. been i've been facing the same kind of uh i call it workday stagnation and what happens is is uh since i started my new job as you know every loyal listener will know i've gotten a new job <laughs> mention it over Man, i every feel episode. like you mentioned it every single time <laughs> every single pod you mentioned hey i got a new job anyways as every single loyal listener will know i did get a new job and with that new job i've tried to implement a new schedule but i still am reaching what i have deemed Workday stagnation or end of workday stagnation, which is where you come home from work and you are just exhausted. And I don't know, this didn't used to happen to me. I don't know if it's because I'm staring at a screen more at this new job uh, or, or what, but I come home from work and all I can really force myself to do, unless I really push myself to go work out or go for a run, is, is it's just so much easier to just sit down and watch a YouTube video but you have to force yourself. You have to yeah. get past that stagnation because you're only at work, ideally, and especially with my new job. I'm only wow, at work for eight new hours. Job. Yeah. New job. Can we just mention it one more time? New job. Yeah, there's 24 hours in a day. And I just, I'm realizing that. You sleep for eight. Well, back up. If you're now just realizing that there's I'm just 24 hours. I'm just <laughs> really, 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 really letting it sink in because, because workday stagnation is really causing yeah. me to think, and that's what actually kind of motivates me is, hey, I don't have to spend the whole day working. I can actually work, and I still have six or five hours to mess around with in my day. That's my time, and yeah. I'm just now kind of getting to that. So uh, it's a, but, that's why it's important to go to bed early so you can make sure that you're not super exhausted by the time uh, you know your evening, your end of shift comes. Right. I, I get that. I relate to you on that level, quite a bit actually because well i'm I, I i'm glad you relate to that and I, I really hope that our audience can also kind of weigh in on what they do 
to battle workday stagnation or end of workday stagnation. Somebody has to have a, a, a theory out there as to how to conquer this, to not make it an issue. I think that as life progresses, workday stagnation is going to be replaced with duties like family duties you know you're going to come home you're going to have to help you know clean up and take care of the kids and do all these other things well, I, that don't that get me right wrong now, i do do some of those now i said do do i uh, i i do have those now i have to you know mow the grass i have to wash the dishes and and sometimes very and i want to get better at this i, I do cook but i'm not very good at it right now but i do wash the dishes after the meal is made or whatever we do I do do that. I said do do again. Um, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> do, do, do. Hey, I heard a do 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 twice now. Yeah. Anyway, I was about ready to say do do duo. <laughs> Are we the do do duo? I guess that's that's, that's the new term. name of the podcast. The do do duo. Oh god, we freaking stink. Yeah, I mean that's that's what's on my mind and. Do you, I guess it's time to talk about you and, and your end of workday stagnation. You you also recently got a new job. Are you finding that you're also facing end of workday stagnation? Man, I tell you what, this is what a great great question because I I go in there. It's an eight to five situation. I get off at five, and my entire working career up until this point, I've had to work weekends, and I've had to work until evenings, and that's just something I got used to. And so when I get off of work at five, I can't sit still. So I I'm out. I'm trying. I'm grinding. I'm doing DoorDash. I'm looking for ways to make cash. I'm looking for ways to new hobbies. Um, I'm recording podcasts. I, I'm doing all these things because I'm used to be moving. I, I'm used to like doing something. And the same thing goes for my weekends, whereas it feels almost like I'm having imposter syndrome because I'm like, I should be working on Saturday. I can't relax on Saturday. I have to do something productive. Um, last Saturday, I, you know, I went and I hung out with some family, but like I, if I'm not doing anything and, and Danielle is working, there's no reason why I shouldn't be working too. So the house has got to look clean and then I'm out going to be grinding somewhere. Um, are you dancing? On... When you say grinding, do you mean you're dancing? No, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not referring to the 2011-2012 hit saga, grinding, that uh, was became popular in the early 2000s. No, I do not do that. So, so what you're saying is that you don't have end of workday stagnation. Instead, you have end of workday carpe diem, which is end of workday grab the day, seize the day. I have to. I need to get I need to get that back. I I think I used to have that have that more, but I don't know if it's the change from having to go into the office or something that's really just shocked my system. But I think the first step is realizing it and getting the f over it because I'm done. I'm done with end of workday stagnation. This is me telling the whole world no more for Rainer. No more workday okay. stagnation mm -hmm. is gone. You know, it's very interesting that you say the whole world because, matter of fact, we have a few listeners that are actually from around the world. So this is a hello to our fellow UK people and to our people in Afri Africa and parts of France. So um, he's actually telling you that he's not going to be doing the stagnation anymore. Now, and I encourage everybody in our audience to do the same thing. If you are facing end of workday stagnation, get your ass in gear, get to bed earlier, and have... A good life. Smile more. 
So well, with that's that, the thing, though. What's the thing? Is that you, you got to smile more. I think so. Smiling really changes the world. I used to think uh, people were crazy when I was growing up to say, you know, if you smile at people, it will make their day. But now I totally get it. Sometimes, you know, a random guy will like, or girl, person will just smile at me when I'm driving, you know, or maybe I'm going to put my car away and somebody smiles at me. Literally, it sometimes makes my day. Yeah. Well, you know, you'll find that when people smile at you, um, you will smile back. And this is because of a phenomenon in our brain. They're actually what we call mirror neurons. Have you heard of mirror neurons before? I have not heard of mirror nor <laughs> I can't even say it right now. Mirror type... neuron eh, shit. Mirror <laughs> nur nor I can't say it, man. I'm sorry. Neurons mirror <laughs> neurons. Neurons. Oh my god. Moron can't say neuron. <laughs> yeah, moron. <laughs> But what's interesting about this is that these neurons, these are flat. These are actually close to where your, um, where your um, reception, your eye reception is in the brain. And so what they do is they fire automatically when they see other humans doing positive behavior and sometimes negative behavior. So when you smile at someone, you'll notice that they smile back. And in fact, it's not of their own volition it's an it's the brain mirroring that person and so you automatically smile wow that's uh detailed and i did not know we'd to be talking about neurons but when you said that they automatically fire i just had an image of donald trump neuron talking to an apprentice neuron saying you're fired <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst impersonation by the way uh, yeah no that was I did. Were While you talking you were about talking that about sounded that? it sounded more like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> You're filed. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> My muscles are so big for this shot. Let me rip it off. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we started out and we got a lot of happiness out and we talked about ways to combat. End of workday stagnation, and we learned a little bit about some neurons. I said it, and I'm not a moron, but now I believe it's time to turn to today's sad news that I mentioned at the very tippy tippy top of this episode. Mm, and yeah, 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 this bad news is something that uh, you know it's it's sad, it really is. So let's let's just get it out there. I'm gonna put it out there, Elon Musk and his. Uh, I guess you could say girlfriend, fiance, they're on a break. It looks as if they made oh it Oh my up. gosh. Wow. Is that the Grimes lady? It is the Grimes lady. This is you ridiculous. I'm yeah. so sad. I thought yeah. he was uh, a committed human being. And and, and no. now what, what do we have but him saying in an interview that because he is spending too much time in Texas and she's spending – so much time in LA that they're deciding to take a break, but he apparently they still love each other, but they're taking a, a, uh, uh, I forget how it said it in the article I read, but something about like a, uh, a break or a soft break or something. I don't know what they call it, but it's ridiculous. Well, here's the thing though. He doesn't have work stagnation. He's always on work mode. You're right. He doesn't sleep that much. He's working, working, working. He's on like 
And and by the way, I'm not trying to glorify this in any way. Like I'm just stating facts. Like he works. You're spitting. On, you're spitting facts. You're spitting. You're yeah. spilling the tea on Elon Musk, and, and we're loving it. Now here's the thing. He likes to be. This is controversial, but he likes to be like he's saying all these things about how he's like you know he's a father of seven children. He's super caring and all this stuff, but he really isn't around that much. And so he is is constantly at SpaceX or Tesla or the boring company, or he's on the board of like 60 companies. He doesn't have time. Right. Did you know that he actually has a 3D printed house? Or no, no, no. It's a modular house at uh, the Boca in Boca Chica, Texas. Yeah, he's got SpaceX some is. sort. Of, yeah, he's got some sort of little modular house that costs like sixty grand, and everyone's praising him because he sold, you know, his multi-million-dollar house. And in in, in California, which is understandable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna live in California if I don't have to live in California anymore, especially if I'm subject to California taxes. Right, that's what I was getting at. Those taxes are so high over there. Woo! So high, they're like my pants when I was 12 years old. They're so high, it's like they legalized weed. (laughs) Which they did a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think. Washington did. No, uh, I think California is legal to smoke because I've had a few individuals that I know that are close to me that have gone to California and dabbled in the devil's lettuce. And <laughs> you're so hip, man. <laughs> yeah. <Devil's lettuce>. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And they they always talk <laughs> about how great it is that you can walk down the street and and do a, a a dragging's puff. I call it a little puff puff, and it's making you higher than Empire State Building. Wow. So what good friends? Gotta love them. They're probably the most amazing people. Always chill, happy. They probably do not. They might have end of workday stagnation, but maybe they. Don't worry about it because they well, just. Well, did you just do something about pot smokers? Okay, they. Uh, let's know. not categorize all pot smokers here. Some of them. Okay, uh, but actually listen. are very, very highly capable people, and and some of them actually use uh, the drug for good things um, and for focusing purposes. So if listen, you're gonna go that I'm, route. Let's I'm not. not I'm I'm not gonna trash the pot smokers. I'm saying, listen, if you ever want to know where the snacks are and where the eats are. You want to know a pot smoker. And I'm not just talking about the snacks in, in individual houses. I'm, talk, they, I'm talking, they know where the off-the-wall brownie place is in their town. And all you got to do is ask them. And they'll be like, yeah, man, Cosmic Brownies, downtown Grand Rapids, went there one time, changed my life. And you know what? You believe them. You believe them that's when they really, say this. I did not think you were going to take this route, but that's really funny. And speaking of uh, small town, I guess, restaurants, did you hear the big news this week of a famous person starting a new restaurant in Detroit? No, I haven't heard any news retaining to Detroit because I actually don't live in Detroit. But please tell me. Well... Let me just sing you a little bit of a song and see if you can tell what artist it is. Oh, God. 
Cause I'm a space-bound rocket ship, your heart's the moon. Okay, and the singing. I'm aiming right at you. <laughs> that doesn't help me. I'm not someone who knows that it's tune. So tell me. Space Bomb by Eminem. Space Bomb by Eminem. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, Eminem started a new restaurant in Detroit by the name of Mom's Spaghetti. And it's apparently a walk-up spaghetti stand or spaghetti restaurant that's right across from Comerica Park. Wow. Have you? Are you going to go try it out? So I tried to convince Gina to go tonight because uh, we're running tomorrow. And I wanted to, you know, stock up on carbs because she's, she's got a big 5K tomorrow. So we were trying to stock up with carbs, but we decided to make our own spaghetti instead of going there because we thought it would be packed. Because it's only been open for two days. In the first day, yesterday, Eminem was actually there serving people. Oh, my gosh. You know, Eminem, he's kind of like a sleeper rapper. He's like an uh, He's not even kind of like a sleeper rapper. I cannot let you say that. Eminem Listen, is what a I, legit let me explain. rapper. Let me explain. I didn't, I'm not seeing anything about him being a legit rapper. I said he's like a sleeper rapper, like a sleeper agent. Bro. This explain. dude you gotta explain is this, I'm so yeah. Lost. This dude is like one of one of the best rappers, one of the best like hip hop artists of our time, and yet he is not. Excuse me, he is not out there with the gold teeth flaunting it. Okay, he's being smart. He's doing the three, two, one. He's putting it into rental properties, opening restaurants, putting his kids through college. He freaking le left the face of the earth so he could be a good father for like 15 years. Bro, this guy, he's like low-key good at what he does. I, but like, I, I think you're right for everything you just said except for he's not doing the 3-2-1. He's doing the 3-1-3. Three, three. <laughs> uh, that's, three, Detroit. <laughs> you that's get, Detroit's area, uh, whatever you want to call it. That's their area code. Zip code, area code. I don't even I know. Just, uh, whatever. He's like, he's like, Everybody you know what? from the 313, put your hands up and listen to me. <laughs> wow. Is that your original? <laughs> no, that's from uh, uh, 8 Mile, I think. It's an Eminem movie. Uh, okay. See, you are a true fan because I, I don't know. I just know one song and that's Slim Shady. Chicka, 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 Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. Um, oh, I, no. I do apologize to our listeners. Yeah, ears. yeah, we should apologize. We should have said something at the very beginning. A uh, a sound warning, a horrible or a disclaimer, warning. A disclaimer. Disclaimer. All songs on this podcast cannot well, be used for private purposes because they are the best. Great, great disclaimer. I'll make sure we splice and put that in the front of the podcast. Now, back... I want to touch on this one more time. Back to the meatballs and spaghetti. Are you hearing good reviews about the restaurant? Um, It's a little bit soon to get a full review of the restaurant. The only review I've been seeing is people saying, Eminem served me the food, you know, that type of thing. So yeah. I think the hype, the hype is there in terms of he's a celebrity. People are going to try to get a picture with him, a little selfie, selfie action. But yeah. to be honest with you, I just don't know if it's going to be good. But one place that I did try that everybody was like, oh, this is the best place. You have to go here. You have to go here. And it had spaghetti and kind of their like 
their menu. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been here before. It, it was called Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili. Never been there. It's in the south. It's like a southern kind of chain. And okay. their thing is that they put, uh, I think they I think they put spaghetti and, and there's a, a different cuisine. They put it together and people really like it. But I tried it and man, I was not impressed. I thought it was the cheapest cafeteria food I ever did have. And I'm sorry for our Southern listeners. If you are like a huge fan of Skyline Chili, that's fine. That's your choice. But it's not yeah. for me. It's not for me. It's not good. Yeah. It's kind of what you're what you're describing is you're kind of like, hey, this is a place where I would go after getting stabbed because it's kind of like hospital food. But no, I think <laughs> that's that's a little <laughs> drastic. Maybe after I had a few or if I if I, you know, was at like a college party and it was late at night. It's like probably like Taco Bell to some of the, ah. the people who really like it. You know how Taco okay. Bell has a cult following for people who huge, you know party huge animals, cult the younger oh, crowd. Yeah. My my, yeah. my 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 crowd uh, sometimes when I'm not having end of workday stagnation and I actually want to go out and do something. Well, yeah. I mean, Taco Bell, I think, to some of these kind uh, southern folk, are it, it's got to be their Skyline Chili is equivalent to Taco Bell. So, I mean, it's it's cool and everything, but it's not for me. Hmm. I'm trying to think. So, uh, a while ago, um, I had a similar experience, but it was with a type of food. And it was with mussels. Okay. Ooh. Listen. Danielle is really big into these exotic foods. I would call them exotic foods. And she absolutely loves mussels and clams. Wow. Maybe you should work out more. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, listen. They come out. I paid an outrageous price for six of them. Okay. Oh, you got a (laughs) six-pack. Nice. Love it. Um, I bring them out. I decide to try them. And to be honest, I wasn't impressed. They weren't bad, but it wasn't something that I would go out of my way for. And that story is to tell you that I kind of relate to what you're saying. Everyone talks about the hype. And I think there's only one fast food restaurant, and this is my personal opinion, that always lives up to the hype. Okay? Okay. And that's I'm excited. Play. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. you are 100% right, and you have won the hearts of millions and millions of Americans tonight as you say that because Chick-fil-A is the nation's number one fast food chain, except for on Sunday. <laughs> except for on Sunday, and that almost makes them better. It's like they've created a, an, an exclusivity. You know, with right. Sunday yeah. out, you know, that would be the best day for their cult following to go out have a Sunday Chick-fil-A, but they get to the parking lot and it's empty and it's like a desert town and they're so disappointed. And their feeling of wanting Chick-fil-A settles to their stomach until Monday. Right, and, then and that's they, true. They get, come out on Monday. You you don't ever want Chick-fil-A until it's Sunday. And then you want Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but you don't ever want it until you cannot have it. And then it's like, Shh, crap, I want Chick-fil-A today. But yeah. it's not possible. So then you eat it four times the next week because you're craving it. It's a yeah. great, brilliant marketing scheme. But I'm brilliant sure they do marketing. it for a more, um, I guess, religious type of reason 
than than we than we think. It's probably not for marketing, which I can respect them for that as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, everyone everyone's got their their quirks, and everyone has a ways of of garnering up business. But I it had to be said anytime that Chick Fil A releases in a new location, um, everyone shows up, and it's good every time. It's so Whatever, good. It's every time Chick Fil A is good. So good. Mm. Listen, this oh, is why I have to correct I, myself before I look uh-huh. like a complete idiot. You know that Skyline Chili place we were talking about. Well, remember yeah. how I couldn't remember what they put with pasta? Yeah. Uh, it's chili. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, that makes sense, right? It's a, it's a chili place. Even, it's like they put chili on top of pasta, and it's not good. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Who would put chili on top of It's so spaghetti. disgusting. I, I, my stomach was upset the whole ride home, and it was like a two-and-a-half-hour drive home from that point. So, man, oh, so that car sorry. was not smelling good. Good thing I was in there by myself. <laughs> I... I feel your your stomach pain on that it was bad oh my goodness well that's that's exciting that m&m has opened a new store and we've created um some excitement around there now we got to talk about something important okay and we touched on it briefly um with with griffin on his episode and I think we have a little time to touch on it briefly now, is that every year you come out with a special ornament through your um, Etsy. That's right. Pro. Yep. Have you gotten any sort of inclination to what you're going to be choosing? So that is a great question. And tomorrow marks the 15-day warning for the release of the Christmas ornament that will change your heart forever, or at least the rest of 2021. Um, So that's what I'm calling it. In terms of what the hell I'm making, I thought I was on the right track with what I talked about with Griffin, with that, uh, I forget what he called it, it's like a a crossword or something. Um, I just, I don't think that's the right, the right route to take. I think people need to have something a little bit more beautiful. Yeah. Something a yep. little bit more uh, appropriate for the tree. But I promise everybody that what I make will be something to remember 2021 by, but not in a negative okay. light. Not in a negative okay. light. I, well, I'm we getting need that. really sick of people uh, 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 trying to remember the years by negative things. And I'm not saying everybody does it. I'm saying the majority of people who are trying to sell 3D printed ornaments are trying to capture the bad things that happen. Like, uh, having for, they put like the actual coronavirus on an ornament, which is cool, but I want to be different, and I don't want something negative like that. I, yeah, I, you want to really do don't. a orange-colored COVID is what you really want to do instead of the blue one that everyone else is doing. No, I don't even want. I don't even want the COVID mentioned. I really don't. Okay. I, at this okay. point, I think that was a 2020 thing that was appropriate for 2020. I still didn't go that route in 2020, uh, but I mean, it it was appropriate. But I think it's time – I really think it's time to move on. I think it's time to put it in the past. Another suggestion I had was to do the wood shortage. Say this wow. is not a piece of wood. This is a piece of plastic. Happy 2021. But I, I wouldn't say it like that. But, um, you know, the word wood the word wood could go many ways. So, 
you know, if you drew something that kind of looked interesting, you could say got wood. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, you could. And, <laughs> and it wouldn't be wrong. You could actually do that, though. What you could do is you could outline uh, a log, and then you could put a a hypothetical um, recessed price tag on it mm-hmm. that represented the price of lumber. Right. And then you could hang it up. And that honestly would be a great ornament. And a lot of people are going to know what that is. I mean, is is that negative? That's why I'm kind of on the limb, no pun intended, with with this um, idea. Because I don't know if it's too negative. It is a shortage. It's a, it's a, it's a crisis, yeah. as the news is saying. It's a crisis. We have a wood crisis, you know, in but this country. Was, yada, 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 yada. But it was, a, it was a more of a memeable incident. It was a lot of memes going out about it. It was more funny than a negative because, first of all, the industry didn't collapse. A lot of people were not really that much affected by it except for people who were building, and they just decided to pay more money. And second, um, the only individuals that were really truly affected uh, were the people who were outputting wood. And when that was mills, and they actually made a lot of money. So I'm not sure. Of course, I could be looking at this a little bit too no. optimistic. No, I like it. I, I might go that route, to be honest, because you can do a lot with that. You can say this, you know, I, I don't want to take the phallic looking object approach. Like I would, <laughs> I, I I don't. I personally, I I, I don't suggest that. Um, that and that would be my my brotherly advice, not my professional advice. But it would be hilarious, my, man. Come on, that it, would be so funny. That would, would as a words. professional, that would <laughs> that would make you probably a lot of money with the bachelorette crowd. Right, right. Um, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Okay, well, that is, um, that is, that's, that's a good discussion. I think I could make the one in 2021 look like a piece of wood. Yeah, you could do that, and, and that would look pretty good. I'm glad that we've had this discussion about what it looks like and what we might potentially do, get people excited about it. I know last time, last year, um, you had a great fun with it. You were putting out, um, trailers. I even helped you with a couple. Um, and believe it or not, this is going to surprise people. That is where that, that piece of creativity is where the podcast was born. So we really have to give last year's uh, ornament a lot of credit. That's true. And I can't wait for a few commercials with this year as well. Um, I'm, I'm really thinking that the wood might be the way to go. Um, I would not have believed it at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> but uh, I urge our listeners to stick around <laughs> because, <laughs> because we will be able to, um, to probably have some prototypes out soon. Well, I'm excited. Um, I got to say, what a great episode. Thank you so very much for taking the time to, um, do this podcast because you're so busy uh, you do everything at every time for having workday stagnation it's like you're always doing something yeah i i know i gotta keep combating it i have to keep getting it out of my system get away from me workday stagnation i urge everybody in the listener pool right now that's listening right now if you're listening right now i urge you to get rid of workday stagnation 
And uh-huh. also weigh in on our Facebook group or page. Weigh in and tell us how you combat workday stagnation. And also tell us what idea you like best for me to make an ornament out of. Please, I need suggestions. We would love that. I yes. need suggestions today because I'm at the 15 day warning and I need to get this done and I need to create a product that everybody can have again this year. I need to do this because I want everybody to have a wonderful and a happy Christmas. Aw, it's so sweet. But first Rump we got to get through October. And October is the scariest month of the year because we have Halloween. So happy October and get ready for Halloween. This podcast has been produced and edited by Asher and Rainer Brown.